Welcome to Working Matters. I'm Claudia Rimple. And I'm Carl Edwards. Join the conversation on the web at boldenterprises.com. Carl, today we're continuing our series on accountability. Tangible accountability. I mean, accountability that will really help us move forward. Now, we've been talking in the past about certain things that come from accountability, and we talked about how it gives us a structure for constructive progress. It gives us somewhere. a structure for relationship. So we can get support. So we can get support. And today we're talking about how it takes us from not blaming, gives us more of a motivation for learning. Exactly. Almost a curriculum for learning. So that instead of blaming, instead of it just being this, why didn't it work and whose fault is it? It becomes this thing we can take a step back from, look at what went wrong and learn from it. And so that accountability moment is one that actually will turn into something where the problem won't happen again. Well, I like the way we've kind of been building up on each week. So we started with something that kind of gives us a structure to see what we're working with, set our goals, Mm -hmm. and provides this structure for the progress we're going to get. And Mm -hmm. then the relationship to kind of keeps us checking in and keeps us on topic, which is the work and the goals, not about any personal hangups or problems, but about the work. And then this not blaming just kind of builds on that. So we have our set goals, our direction, we are checking in so that we don't have this issue of blaming. Exactly. And, you know, just to put it back into context, the reason we're doing this is the, you know, we're in this economic meltdown where companies are just falling apart and billions of dollars have disappeared. And um, everybody's saying, where was the accountability? And the government is stepping in and where the taxpayers are investing trillions of dollars and something that the president promises that there will be, again, same word, same concept, accountability. None of these components are part of the situation that got us into this mess. No, no structure, no relationships, no learning. And there's nothing in the plans for this government accountability for how this stimulus money gets spent. It's all talked about in terms of this blaming. Well, it's almost the opposite of the categories that we're suggesting. There are the issue of mm-hmm. accountability. I mean, it is chaotic because you don't know who's getting what, what they're going to do with it. There's no plan. No plan. There's no really relationship. And there is blaming because even you mentioned last week, the president himself said, if you don't use the money wisely, we're just going to shame you. Well, that's not a criteria for evaluation. Exactly. So it's a form of accountability we know, and we know from repeated experience, doesn't work. So that's why we're excited about talking about what can be a very empowering, dynamic accountability. It is not a negative thing. It is not someone standing over your shoulder, shaming you, or making sure that you're doing work all the time. It's a structure and a relationship and a dynamic of learning, where we are today, that keeps moving things toward our intended outcome. That's right. We talked about this. If this is not an excuse for your boss to micromanage you and to just be looking at company leaders to be looking at how they're going to protect themselves from the shortfalls and pitfalls of whatever their employees are doing, this is about the right kind of accountability. So tell us a little bit more about this motivation for learning. So if we're not going to blame, and we know we're not going to look for villains and call names and fire people, if instead what we're going to look for is what we can do differently next time so that the whole process, the structure and the dynamics involved can work better, we're creating a different culture at work so that there is no failure anymore. There is no mistakes in 
that sense of you did it wrong anymore. There's more just a more objective, that didn't work as we intended. And if we're going to keep doing this, we need to do it differently. Now, how are we going to come up with ideas for doing it differently, more effectively, more cheaply, you know, fewer people, whatever it takes? What are the issues involved? We need a different sort of culture. We need a real creative, dynamic culture so that every time something doesn't go as we intended, stays engaged and is not deflated or fired, but is instead re-engaged to learn. That's why we're calling it learning. Really, all you're doing is adjusting. You're staying in the game and you're saying, okay, that strategy didn't work. You know, in a football game, if one strategy of, of you know, one team isn't working because they've come across a team that they've never played before and are confronting some new realities, they don't just give up. They rethink their strategy and go back out and try something different. That's what we want when things go wrong or as we don't want them to is we want to stay involved. Well, that is true. And I think that's kind of the accountability that we're used to seeing. It's that you come in, let's say as an employee, you're given a job description, which can encompass very different things than what actually happens on a day-to-day basis. A job description very rarely has all the components of your job Mm -hmm. or what happens or the realities of interruptions or the realities of clients that are upset or the realities of clients that have different priorities, et cetera, or a boss or coworkers or just this level of adjustment that you need to make in order to be a successful workplace. And then usually we get that job description. We may or may not get some feedback along the way. And the next thing you know, I mean, it may be your intentional or not, you're not doing the work you should be doing and you get fired. Well, as an employer, what does that leave you with? It leaves you with an open space and starting all over again. Mm -hmm. Whereas that's not the best place to be. And that's not accountability. I mean, that person, whichever on both sides had no structure, had no... Uh, support along the way. And this isn't to say there aren't reasons why you get rid of employees or why things that go wrong. It's just that in in reality, there are other things we can do instead of these steps. That's not accountability. Starting all over is not an effective solution to a problem, even if somebody does need to own responsibility for it. Let's set up a learning structure. How we're going to do it. Something goes wrong. We're not going to blame. We're not going to say we failed. We're not going to close down shop. We're going to go on high alert, and we're going to re-huddle. You know, how do you go about that? How do you make something good out of it? So what we want to suggest is breaking it apart into kind of three things you're going to do, three angles to look at it at. And they're going to be in terms of time frames. So you got your right away angle. So right away, what do we need to do to adjust? Is there, are there telephone calls that need to be made? Are there clients that need to be informed? Is there something to replace on the short term right away? What needs to be fixed and changed? or addressed, kind of almost on an emergency where time is of the essence. Then you're, you're going to look at how you went about doing things, how you function, how you operate. This is not so immediate, but you're going to say, well, there's something the way we go about doing stuff here that doesn't work and got us in this situation. Maybe we don't touch base with each other often enough, and some time went by, and some things that were changing for this team over here, the you know, team on the other side of the building never knew about, and was proceeding as if things hadn't changed. And by the time they found out about it, it was too late to do anything. So let's um, touch base more often and keep each other informed. That would be an example of changing how you do things and looking at that. And then third, on a longer-term systemic basis, you want to look at your culture or your your systems. Um, And here your question is, what are the underlying causes that got us here? 
So that would be something more um, long-term. Like maybe there's a, a structure that's rewarding a competitiveness amongst your teams that you don't want there anymore. You're trying to get your teams to collaborate, and yet your compensation structure or your other compensation it's the most common is setting things up in a way that you know encourages them to compete with each other. So it doesn't pay to help each other, just right within the system. So looking for underlying causes would be the third form of learning you could do on a longer-term basis. So anything that goes on, so let's go back to our situation. We're in a project. We're trying to get something done. If something doesn't go according to the plan. We're not accountability, so we've called it. We've said it's not going to continue. Now we break it apart. Short-term emergency, you know, day-to-day, how we go about things, and then longer-term underlying causes. It's a lot to learn, isn't there? There is a lot to learn, and there's certainly a lot to learn when things don't go right. And I feel like we spend a lot of time trying to protect ourselves from anything going wrong. Almost as if our mission has changed from focusing on what we want to have happen to our mission now being to prevent anything bad from happening. That's well, a great insight. It is. And I think this kind of frees us up for that just not necessarily to look for the failures, but for that to be okay in our process. It can be an undisguised you know, gift even. Something came up that, sh- uh, that revealed to you that something you thought was a great idea doesn't work very well in time to do something about it and come up with something better instead of going blindly along until it's too late. Well, next week, we're going to be talking about accountability that provides criteria for measurement. That's right. So we're going to get out of the being general and vague and, you know, where did $4 trillion disappear to into some actual criteria for making a difference. Well, we hope you'll join us next week for the conclusion of our podcast series on accountability. As usual, we welcome your comments and any questions at our blog at boldenterprises.com. See you next time. This podcast is a Bold Enterprises production. 